Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, Pick Guardian. Jared Brandon is uh, traveling for Thanksgiving. Gobble, 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 gobble. Yeah, and we have... And so, Billy Spitfire. Billy Spitfire Unlimited. Yes. Hey, everybody, it's me, Todd. I'm like, welcome to the Guitar Knobs podcast. We are thrilled <laughs> to death that you are listening to our show. The show. <laughs> I, I feel like I sound like Jiminy Glick right there. Uh, we have a special guest, don't we? We do have a special guest, and that special guest is extra. I mean, look, I think all of our guests are special, but I think they're extra special when we have our grand poobahs on. Now, for those of you who don't know what a grand poobah is, a grand poobah is one of our is our, is our highest tier supporter on Patreon. Yes, we have two levels. Um, now two levels. We we carry it with the legacy levels are still there. Legacy, um, but we we only offer it to two right now. Anyways, well, I've got way too much into that detail. You're in the weeds. My point is, these are the ones that that live at the top of the penthouse of. Uh, Guitar Knobs uh, 101 Boulevard. Yeah, well, it's you know. the top floor. That's correct. And um, the tallest building in Columbus. Yeah. <laughs> this person, <laughs> who are you, person? Uh, Lucas Janicki of LSJ Music Company. LSJ Music Company. There you go. Well, we are really, really excited to have uh, Lucas on because um, he is uh, a gear nut, a gear fiend might be harsh. Yeah, yeah. There's some negative uh, connotation. Yeah, you know, it, 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 if the hat fits, I might have to wear it. Yeah. Ah, speaking of hats, <coughs> are you wearing your fez? No, unfortunately, it's mm. in the it's in the studio at home. Did you uh, read the bylaws? I did. Okay, we'll let it slide this one time. Yes. But from well, this point it. forward, teams moving forward, you must wear the fez whilst listening to the podcast. Yes. Oh yeah, always in the car for sure. Okay, cool. <laughs> Well, uh, anyways, uh, to those of you who are listening maybe for the first time, we welcome you. We're glad that you're here. We're glad that you found us by whatever way means that is. Yes. We love it when we have new listeners, and uh, we invite you to reach out to us. Uh, tell us how you like the show, what you like about it, what you don't like about it, whatever. How much you like Billy? He's likable. You can't not like Billy. No. You can not no. like Tony, but... Uh, anyhow, everybody doesn't like something, but nobody doesn't like Billy. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, so nobody let's see here. We're going to, we got a couple of announcements and then we're just going to talk about cool guitar stuff. All right. Road. That's right. We need to thank Road Mics for providing our awesome audio equipment. Uh, we are, we've been greatly benefited uh, from Road, and we're grateful for that. Do you remember the old days? I do remember the what well, we had. We had like a mixing board and this console, and then Mike was well, on wires you, and the, everything the, everywhere. The days before this, before you were even on, was even rougher. Yeah. Oh boy, let me tell you, soup cans and radios. But look at us now. I mean, this is <laughs> this is Johnny Pro here, man. Yeah, it sure is. Articulating arms. Absolutely. I also wanted to share. We get great letters from people, and this one stopped me in my tracks. I was at. Uh, Chase's shop, and it was a really neat thing because I did, I was I was walking out, and I I stopped and I was reading. He's like, "Dude, you okay?" And I was like, "He looked at me and I said, read this.'" And we both were just like, "Wow, that's hmm. that's amazing." You never know what is going to happen when you put stuff out in the world. 
This is from a gentleman named James Bell. James, James Bell. Bell. We were going back and forth on a few things, and he said, hey, more seriously, I would like to sincerely thank you for everything you do. I discovered the podcast during lockdowns. I was having a lot of problems at work and at home and still am. And you guys have genuinely helped me along the way. I'm just some bloke who lives in the middle of nowhere, English countryside. Hmm. You're on the other side of the world, and we've never met. But our joint love of nerding out over boutique guitar gear makes us, and all the listeners, brothers and sisters in tone chasing. Yeah. And there is no stronger brotherhood than that. Yeah. My eight-year-old son joins in with all of your catchphrases and does quite a respectable impression of Tony. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. All the best, James. I'm just walking down the street, and and then I get feedback from the middle of the countryside in England about somebody who's connecting with us. And I, well, it that's just, nice. it means so much to me. I honestly, it does. I and know isn't that really, that too. isn't that really the goal of this whole podcast is we don't want, you know, there's no strangers here. The people that are listening to us, I think all have a love of gear or interest at least, or they, you know, and, and I, yeah, what he says is true. It does. It's a, it's a, it's definitely a brother. Yeah. Once you're a friend, it's pants optional. Yeah. <laughs> Well, now, of course, I'm kidding, of course. Anyways, I just wanted to say a sincere thank you to James Bell for for taking a moment to send that out to us. Yeah, I mean, I went home, I shared that with my wife, I shared it with my kids Mm -hmm. because it's meaningful. Like, you don't when 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 you get those kind of connections in life and you're not expecting it. Gosh, what a what an exhilarating thing that is. So, thank you. Nice. Let's get on with uh, what's going on in our music weeks, gentlemen. We're going to start out with Tanya Balonsky, me, a.k.a. Tony Baloney, a.k.a. Tony Pickguardian. And he's going to start us out, and then we're going to go check in with our friend Lucas. Well, now, uh, should I do it in my voice or in, uh, in, in, in Little, little Bell's <laughs> voice? Not Little Bell's voice. <laughs> I, we don't want to upset Little Bell. Oh, okay. Hello, little Bell, where, wherever you are in the English countryside. Okay, go ahead. So, this week. Um, so, I have a couple of guitars that I put together that use modern uh, Fender uh, dynamic vibrato systems, also known as Mustang vibratos. Now, many of you know what those look like. Um, and the vintage ones are actually a little bit better uh, than the modern uh, you know the the reissue, shall we say? But of course, trying to find an original one is is pricey and difficult at best. And the, one of the biggest problems right now uh, with the reissues is the original ones. Um, there are two little posts that connect to springs to underneath this piece, and they connect to this. Some people call it the hot dog or a cigar case or whatever. It's a basically where the whammy bar goes into. And on the original. Um, base plates, the holes that those posts went into um, had a knife edge on them. And what we find with a lot of the newer stuff, especially the import stuff, is the knife edge is not there. And having the knife edge is it really uh, makes the contact and two contact points work much better. Um, so there's two options. One, yeah, find a, find a vintage piece, or you can actually go in and 
you know, try to bevel to recreate the knife edge on the base plate, but that's difficult and sometimes dangerous because you're dealing with metal and you don't want to necessarily do that. So I don't use vibrato a lot uh, or tremolo a lot. So what I opted for is the third option, and this is uh, similar to what Mr. Kurt Cobain did on uh, at least one or two of his Mustangs, is you make it into a hardtail. And uh, in this case, you basically take the, you know, the, vi- the vibrato off, remove the springs, take out the posts, and replace the posts with, uh, in this case, because they're imports, um, you find, uh, you can use M6, that's a metric bolt, and, uh, and a little spacer so that the um, strings can still wrap underneath. And, you know, it, 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 I mean, the tuning stability is a hundred percent improvement. Um, is this just a terribly tuned thing? Is it? Well, no. Like I said, the original ones, but when one they of had the neater looking vibratos, I think. I think it's cool. I love big hunks of chrome on guitars. I but you say hot dogs, which I know you do. But <laughs> I do like that too. Uh, but anyhow, so it's a really simple uh, fix, and it's reversible. If at some point you want to, you know, go back to the vibrato system. Um, but, you know, my problem with it is, you know, you could play a song and then it would pop out of tune. If you, so you performed a vibrotomy? Uh, yeah, I guess that's what it would technically be called. <laughs> so anyhow, just uh, just a little tip. If anybody has any questions about that, I, I can get you kind of a an idea of, uh, you know, some of the parts. I mean, I just got my stuff down at the local Ace Hardware store. And uh, you can use regular uh, metric bolts, or um, I opted for, um, they're called socket head bolts, uh, which have like a hex key on the bottom, or uh, an insert for a hex key. And uh, it works really well. So anyhow, uh, now I've got two hardtail Mustang-style guitars that, uh, you know, in this case... They is, stay in tune. Is that less desirable, more desirable? Does it matter? I mean, how desirable I guess it really. It I mean, if if nothing else, I mean, having it, you know, you know, to use, be able to use it as a live guitar and not worry too much about it falling out of tune, I think it's worth it. I mean, but again, it's a totally reversible, uh, you know, uh, modification. Sure. So. Well, all right, man. So, yeah, like I said, if anybody has any questions about that, shoot me an email or shoot Todd an email. He'll shoot it to me. That's why I will do that. And we'll uh, we'll get you on the right track. Okay. Thank you, Tony. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucas, how about yourself? Oh, man. Uh, it's hard to keep track of what's my music week and what's stuff in the store's music week nowadays. But uh, I think the newer one is uh, I've... Not that long ago, I bought a 65 Gretsch Corvette body. Yay! And I've been kind of putting it back together. Um, Hey, I know a guy can help you with a pick guard. (laughs) Hey, I might need that because the one that came with it is... Is in pieces? (laughs) No, someone made a new one, Ah. and it is horribly fitting, the guitar. (laughs) Ah, It's really bad, but it's... uh, it kind of gets the part for now. Um, My biggest thing is I've been in contemplation of I'm trying to figure out what I don't like about the bridge pickup. It has, Mm. it has the, the Dynasonics in it. No, not Dynasonics. Hylotrons. Yes. And uh, they, the neck sounds amazing. It sounds so good. And then the bridge just seems to be super lacking. And I don't know if it's like, 
just the pickup or if it's that whole thing and then it's original so i'm like like i don't necessarily want to replace it because it's cool but did you did you meter out the pickups yeah they're like they're really low i mean they're like three nine eight yeah that's that's about right i kind of thought so um so here's what you can do um you, I knew you'd be the right person for this question. TV Jones makes an outstanding Hylotron, and yeah. you, you know his bridge pickups are usually wound a little bit hotter than the neck sure. pickups. Curtis Novak makes one. Yeah, um, this stuff's great. That's and, what I did for my twelve string. I put the yep, those, the those in there, and God, those pickups sound good. And you know they're so good that even Fender Custom Shop puts them in any twelve strings that they put together. So interesting. Yeah. So those are the same pickups. Um, but uh, the other option is to take that pickup, the bridge pickup, and have it wound a little bit hotter. Um, yeah. You know, kind of overwound by 5 or 10%. Sure. And that will give you, you know, a lot more a output. More. Uh, but, you know, if you want to keep that original, um, I would get a, you know, go to TV yeah. Jones. That's a good idea. And just, uh, you know, just order up. And you can actually spec in, you know, he had like sure. this one a little bit hotter or whatever. Sure. And, uh you know that that's the way to do it. Yeah. Do they do aged covers? <coughs> they I, might. Um, I guess I could always, if I kept the old one, I could use the cover from that. Yeah. I mean, I don't but know that I would I, take it apart. That's, that's just the it. thing. I don't really want to take it apart. Yeah. That was like because like, it's it's in really good condition. It's more mm-hmm. just that it's like not the greatest bridge pickup in the world. Yeah. Granted, the neck pickup sounds amazing, and I'm kind of cool with just playing in the neck pickup. Yeah. <laughs> No, those are those are those are very cool. I, I've had a number of uh, Corvettes over the years, and I it's I, a fun guitar. It needs a fret job real bad, so yeah. that's on the docket of things for me to do at some point. But being a repair guy, I buy stuff kind of like you, Tony, where it's like I buy stuff that needs work because that's how I can get into a vintage guitar. Yep, absolutely. Um, now, does that been, one have the four two headstock? Yeah, yes, it does. Okay, yeah, that's. <laughs> Those, I um, like it. Yeah, no, there it's it's. Only, I mean, there's a company called uh, Music Man or Ernie Ball that uh, still <laughs> likes that four two headstock too. Now, but the other way around. Yeah, you're it? right. That's four right. on oh, the top. That's right. On the that's it's two right. on the top and four on the bottom. That's right. That's, that's right. Weird. Which is not better for the string angles. I will tell you, it is. <laughs> it is much worse. Um, but it's funny. I love it. And in that same vein, I've got a uh, Astrojet. Oh God. That's an abomination. <laughs> Tony, well, for Tony to say that, that is, that's really something because Tony <laughs> likes should, weird stuff. Yeah, it is a weird, weird guitar. And you should see it though. Somebody loved the, the life out of that guitar. I'm not kidding. There is a hole worn through the pickup cover. <laughs> oh I'm wondering where you're going with yeah. this. It's worn straight through the pickup cover. The neck has spots where the binding has no channel left. Oh, my God. Somebody played the life out of this guitar, and that's why I bought it. It's it's so cool that, is that somebody just loved the life out of this guitar. And I'll tell you, it sounds great. I mean, I don't disagree whoever was playing it. And it's crazy. It has fretboard wear from not just cowboy chords, from one and three to 10 wow in the fretboard in the fretboard it's got a second set of frets on it it's crazy it's it's a it's cool i wish i could have found the person that owned it 
Oh um, yeah, I mean that was that had to be a professionally played instrument. Like I, it, it every, had to be you know twenty four seven or yeah. you know, seven days a week. Yeah, it was crazy. It's it, like I said, it was so cool. Um, and I just think the headstock is hilarious. Um, oh God, yes. <laughs> you, if anyone who doesn't know it, so you have to look it help up. Help me out, the Yeah, look it up. It's it is uh, it's it's the Gumby of guitars, I guess. Here. It is very Gumby like, and and Tony, you have to correct me if I'm wrong, but basically, the I, my understanding was that they basically were asking just guys in the shop, like, hey. Steve, you know how to draw. You want to make us a guitar? And he's like, sure. And he like drew that up and they're like, sounds good. And just made it like, am, am I wrong there? Like, isn't it kind of just yeah, random? I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the whole story behind that, but I think, didn't that come from the Baldwin era? I mean, it was, uh, uh it's sixties. So I think oh, it's pre Baldwin okay. era. Yeah. Everything wow. came from the Baldwin era. <laughs> now the Baldwin era as a repair guy is a whole nother story. Yeah. Um, yeah. My favorite lamp cords. They used lamp cords for wiring. Well, you know, whatever oh, it takes. That is it was super <laughs> cool. Oh my it gosh. is hilarious. So yeah, like hollow body, and you look inside, and it's two a two wire, you know, glue, you know, uh, however they used to come, uh, yeah. where the wires were attached, lamp cords, and that's the <laughs> that's the wiring in that guitar. Well, shielding <laughs> is obviously not necessary. No, no, you don't need that. It's it's not worth it at that point. Um, you, know you know what's weird? It's like wow. it's like if. The Parker Fly kind of gave up on going to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. And it's, it's, it's glorious. Uh, it's wow. so cool, though. I've, I'll have to message you the actual guitar, a picture of that, the one I have. Because What color you know, is yours? It was red. They only made them in red, but it's basically, red. Okay. it's burgundy at this point. It's so <laughs> ah. discolored. It's really cool. It's like snake skin oh, looking. Like, it's like, it didn't check. It like, it's like wrinkly. Like, it's weird. It's so weird, but it's great. I love it. Um, I think that's my that's next what's quest. Most important. <laughs> that's my next guitar quest right oh, there. Hey, wow. The biggest Ooh. issue is bridge is the trem is bad because it's got that uh hagstrom bridge the hagstrom bridge yeah those are a trick um it's a hagstrom bridge it's got a great yeah. big great big upper bout that's crazy. oh yeah but that's it, nicely it's probably nicely balanced because that it is it is it's, all it's the way over feel the, like eastwood might have done of they have of yeah yeah they yes they okay. did but i don't think they used the the same trim i think they used like a jazz one master trim on it yeah, which yeah. They, yeah, they use something much more readily serviceable and gettable and all that stuff. Yeah, wild man. That's yeah, uh, let's see here, Billy well, Boy. What's going on in your music world this week? Well, this week I am officially the new owner of a very old 1962 Fender Bassman. That's cool. Nice. nice. Like it's, the full stack? The, it's got the, uh, it's the 212 that sits, you know, uh, horizontally. Yeah. Oh, cool. The piggyback. And it's got the, I mean, it's it's got the bass version of the cabinet, so it's got the baffle between the speakers. Okay. Cool. And then it's, um, it's blonde oh. with wheat, nice. wheat cloth and wheat. the flat, wheat. the flat wheat fender logo. Wheat. And it has okay. the white knobs. It has the white, you know, old-fashioned knobs, and it's got a presence control. And man, that thing just smokes. I mean, awesome. it is it yeah. is what you want every yeah. Fender 
amp to sound like, but you can't quite get it there. And somehow this thing has it, and it's just I don't yeah. I don't understand why they don't make them identically like that. <laughs> now, but it's, is this it's just amazing? Uh, forgive me. I, I I hope I'm not mixing up things in a in a way that everybody is like rolling their eyes. Is this similar to what the amp that Jared got that was browned, that was quote unquote browned? Okay. No. Okay, just checking. No, the, the, the this six- one's a head that sits on a two twelve cabinet. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's got little um, feet that can you can uh, slide out underneath the head and screw them down to the cabinet, and, and then, then it has tilt, tilt back. back legs. Yeah. On the side, and then yep. uh, it's well, just like what Brian sets up. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Okay. That the, you you know, know? the sixty two band or uh, basement is like the rockabilly guitar or yeah. amplifier. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just so cool. I mean, I can't even. I can't even describe how cool the sound is out of it. Yep. It's yeah. just it's it breaks up by the time you get to four, and it stays you know broken up throughout, and it's just like this. Now what, wasn't it wasn't sound. that is it forty watts? Uh, you, well, yeah, it's it's, I mean, it's two, two six L sixes, so whatever it's forty or fifty, yeah. you know, it's pretty. Sure. It's it's cool. got some pretty decent volume, you know. No, they they sound great. Those are yeah. uh, those sound amazing. Yeah, but it doesn't, you know, but it, it, I mean, you can, you can make it sound clean, but it doesn't have that clean headroom that, you know, a lot of the Fender, you right. know, 2606 heads do, so. Yeah. So you had some good times playing it out Ooh. of there. Yeah, it's All just, made. it was so magical, I just forked over the money, you know. But yeah. I bought it from a, a good friend who is a guitar player that uh, we've played in a rockabilly band with, and um Yeah. He said it's time for somebody else yeah. to play it and love it That's and cool. let it be heard. So that, now, is, that is now me. Correct me if I'm wrong. Congratulations. But That's the, very cool. For those, and, and I'm not an aficionado mm. of uh, the older older finish per se, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I believe that that uh, is what basically was the inspiration for the Marshall. Uh, well, I think Am I yeah. I mean, I think the like the JTM forty fives were they all used the same schematics, the circuitry. Right. Marshalls modified things a bit, and obviously used EL thirty four tubes, which right. were more common in the UK. Um, so six L sixes sound a bit different than in, than thirty fours. Sure. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, you're right. The uh, the basic schematic is pretty the, darn close yeah the mother of sort of modern amplification uh going on from there right yeah i yeah. mean there was the baseman the bandmaster the we've got a showman showman came showman, out a little bit later maybe, showman, maybe not showman's had a little more Shomer power Thomas. and they had a different um yeah they had a different um homage on the ah, speakers okay. Um, but yeah, there's this, so there's some really cool stuff. But that's a, that sounds like I can't wait to hear that amp. Actually, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. So that's well, so you're that's gonna my bring little, you're gonna bring it in slice and of heaven leave right it here. Is that what you're oh. doing? He <laughs> 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 uh, laughing inconvincingly. <laughs> uh, what about you, Todd? Well, uh, I had boy, I've had a heck of a guitar week, and some of it is actually gonna spill over into the next one, but. What I am so excited to talk about this. Um, so, where I work, we we're uh, privileged with the opportunity to be able to uh, essentially um, present a Make a Wish gift. Ah, and uh, the 
the gift that we got um, that, that that came our way, uh, my my uh, donor, my company came in. He said, "Hey, come on in here, and uh, you're gonna want to hear this." And I said, "Okay, we're gonna do make a wish thing here, and I'm I'm simplifying the conversation." He said, "The guy, he's a guitar guy," and I was like, "Hello," and he said, "Yes, I know you'd be uh, excited about this." So this is a, a young man who has had uh, critical health issues his whole life. And we found out that uh, his request was he wanted, he wanted guitar lessons. Yeah. And I said, well, that's cool. Are and, you, so you're going to go teach him? Yeah, yeah I'm going to go <laughs> teach him. <laughs> right. Oh, boy. I'm still waiting for mine. Um, so we he are. wanted guitar lessons, and immediately I said, we need to get him a guitar. And he said, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> so let's figure this out. And so we did a little digging. We found out that he was a country music guy. And I said, well, that guy needs a Telecaster. And then we found out his, uh, his favorite player is Brad Paisley. So immediately I was like, Tony, we needed, we, we, can you do a custom pick guard for this guitar I haven't even bought yet? And I was going crazy. He's like, yeah, 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 just slow down. When you get it, let me know. We'll sort it out. And I said, his favorite guitar player is Brad Paisley. Do you have anything? And Tony said, uh, how about black and silver Paisley print? Which is exactly what's on his, uh, many of his guitars. And so uh, I was really excited about this. Got with Sweetwater. We, we, they helped us out too. And, um, now, the only trick is he's a lefty. Mm. So, fortunately, we got a black, left-handed yeah. Telecaster. Yeah. I got the and uh, a Spark amp. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we, gave him a, we gave him a Spark amp and everything. And, uh, and I brought the, oh, and a beautiful tweed case. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, we took that, took that over to Tony's. We took it all apart and... No, we didn't take it all apart. We just well, took the, the pick card apart. The pick off. card apart, yeah. <laughs> took the pick card apart. And, uh, you know, we're doing a video of it and everything. And Tony made a beautiful pick card. Uh, silver. It's like silver flake and well, black. Well, there's like, yeah, it's actually, you know, like, uh, well, there's a, there's a foil layer mm-hmm. that the uh, that is printed on it. So you can actually, even though it's smooth on the top, you can actually kind of see the, the texture of the yeah, foil. Yeah, you absolutely nice. can. It's gorgeous. Yeah. And then after that, uh, I said, well, this guitar is going to need a full setup. Ah, yes. Did you take it to I, Chasse? I called Chase. I said, here's the deal, Chase. And he said, bring it over immediately. So he took several hours out of his day yeah. to, uh, uh, to, I mean, he went full on. I said, now, we just need a setup. He goes, he looked at me like, how dare you? Mm. <laughs> he said, I'm going to dress the frets. Nice. So leveled them, dressed them, polished them, the whole nine yards. Uh, did the neck, set the intonation, new strings, the whole bit, right? Nice. And, oh, it actually refiled the nut, so everything mm-hmm. was, was perfect. I mean, he got it player ready so Paisley himself could take it on stage and, and knock it out of the park. Mm. I, I was It was touching to see the attention to detail that that Chase uh, put into that guitar, unlike Tony. Uh, that's so no. cool. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. That's so, <laughs> so cool. I want that guard back. <laughs> that's so cool. Tony was a sweetheart, and he, he, he did his best on it. And anyways, oh. 
So we we got to present that on Monday, which nice. was uh, yesterday. Uh, uh, and it was an absolute thrill. It really, truly was. And his family was just, they were stunned. You know, his words, he, he lifted up the case because he didn't know he was getting a guitar. He just thought he was getting uh, lessons. <laughs> lessons. And then right. I came up behind him with a case. And he turns around and he's looking at the case. His eyes almost fell out of his head. Oh, we open wow. it up and it's a tweed with a red plush oh. inside. And yeah. here's this beautiful black guitar with a paisley pickguard. And then he looked at it and he paused and he goes, Oh, crap. <laughs> and he was thrilled to death. And his parents were, yeah, I mean, it was so a great, cool. it was a great experience. We don't often get the time, get the chance. You know, we hear about these things, but yeah, to have yeah. the chance to be part of that That's was cool. an absolute honor. Awesome. And I, I want to give a sincere thank you to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, the Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana chapter. Oh. And uh, they were just absolutely so great and sweet to work with. And to uh, a shout out to Alessandro, who owns uh, Orgo Branding, and oh, yeah. uh, for just you know making this a real special occasion. So thanks, Alessandro. All right, and 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 a good one next week too. I got a good one. It's Ooh. sitting right there. Oh, you can't see it. I saw it. So Todd, um... Tour Gear Designs Patch Cables. <laughs> Oh, it took the words right out of his mouth. Wow. Did, did, you, guess, did you read my script? Did I guess right? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to talk to you about oh, let's that. Let's go back to the top. Go ahead. All right. So, uh, you know, did you include any uh, little patch cables into this Make-A-Wish guitar? Um, no, it was the guitar only. But if I did, mm. if I did. What kind would you have chosen? I would have chosen the Tour Gear Designs patch cables ah. because... Those are the patch cables that I love, that I know you do. I know. No Billy does. No Jared does. You know why? so many other players you out there. You know why I like them? Why? They're dependable. Yes. They're flat. Yes. They're priced very nicely. Impo- it's almost impossible to beat them. And there's one thing more. Yes. If you go to their website and put your order in and go to the order page, yep. put the coupon code. Don't tell anybody. With the coupon, the guitar knobs, all yep. one word, all lowercase. You're going to save an extra 10%. And believe me, once you're in there and you start looking at all their offerings, you're going to you're gonna load up a, a pretty sizable uh, cart there yeah. and save that some serious dough. And you get them fast. And they're made by they, some seriously good dudes. So. And, you know, you'll, you know it's good stuff because when you get your cables, you look at the little... Uh, cardboard piece that covers them somebody actually signs off on these things make sure they work quality control that's right nice all right thank you so much to tour gear designs for sponsoring our four on the floor uh, let me get a little bit of this <laughs> what? what was that <laughs> was that grandma spitfire one two one two three four on the floor all right, Lucas Janicki from LSJ Music Company. What is your four on the floor? All right, so I've been listening to you guys since the show started. So I know your favorite thing is I'm just going to say four tuner pedals. Uh, <laughs> are they different all, tuner pedals? Yeah, yeah, uh, they're okay. all, all different. Which uh, four? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> One right. for each string. <laughs> Give it to us. So my first one is... Uh, the Hello Sailor. Oh. Yeah. Kossoff Drive. Oh, that's a great uh, one. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And he made a higher gain version. Really? 
Yeah. Oh, so that's cool. And then best of all, it has it's it's aged and it has Billy Gibbons on the front of it. Nice. Oh. And I'm a massive ZZ Top fan. Um, I don't really know why, but I just his guitar tone is always just absolutely killer. And he posted a picture of it, and I was like, "It's got Billy Gibbons on it. It has to must. It must give me the mojo." Um, yeah. But but in all seriousness, it sounds so good. It's not my first pedal from Hello Sailor. I actually, it's my second one. But uh, but I, it sounds so good. It's it's, it's just, such a good it's pedal. collector stuff. It's like you get one, you want another one because it's like yeah. there's no well, other one like that pedal in on the planet. Exactly. That is true. Yeah. Whichever yeah. one it is, <laughs> and he, they're all and different. So Joe Halliday. Um, with from hello sailor just does like what he does is so cool and i love that he does the i was at he says where he was at sea and Mm -hmm. all that stuff like it's just it makes it so like again being a collector side of things it just makes it so cool and it's so personable at that point and yeah he's legitimate british naval guy yeah yeah and then on top of that i don't understand where he would find the time to build them uh on a boat now nonetheless but uh Every 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 sailor in the world just like did the cringe because you call it a boat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's a I'm, ship, man. What you that, say? A boat? <laughs> sorry, only I don't have no large bodies of water yeah. in where I am. <laughs> Everything's a boat when you're in when all there is is lakes. Yeah, locks. <laughs> but anyway. Yes, that's my that's my number one. Okay, right number now. one, great. That's a oh. that's a good start. Continue, yeah. please. Number two, Thank you. number two, the Renning Cuff Garbage Face. Ooh. Ooh. So, it is the fuzz that Jay Maskus oh, uses. Okay. Okay. That's Cop- the one that yeah that he modeled exactly to be yes. like yeah yeah yes not the not the big muff like the new big muff that just came out the Jay Maskus big muff, which is. Slightly voiced different, where the one that Ren and Cuff built is voiced specifically of the old one he is currently using. Right. And, and then on top it, of Which that, is different. It's it's really different because most of Ren and Cuff stuff is like really kind of tight and almost like modern looking with the graphics and everything. It's, it's yes. sort of a simple approach. And this one is looks like a comic book. Yeah, which is all Jay Maskus artwork or – his vibe as far as art stuff goes. Yeah. If you look at his straps and everything basically except his guitars, like his straps and all that stuff are all that kind of... Yeah, looks like he works at Nickelodeon or something. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, it's got... So it's got that fuzz in it, and then it's got a second button, which is the... It's a treble booster. Hmm. And it sounds so good. The two together, which you have to do, it it's, it's a ton of gain, but... It does that sound so good, and uh, up there with again, I'm all, I'm kind of a chaser of sounds of bands that have influenced me a lot, and so they're one of like like his sound just has this thing about it that like I love, and it just it does that so well, and it just sounds so good, and it's that it's like the right big muff sound and. And and with the booster, it's just it's awesome. It's just very very. I don't I don't know what the right word. It's 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 uh, dinosaur junior in a box. I mean, it just it's that sound. Killer, very cool. killer. All right, very cool. All right, so number three, the Strymon Volante. Been really cool. I'm a 
I'm into the big vintage studio pedals as far as that stuff goes. Um, and uh, not pedals, tape machines. And so it does a drum, which is actually a wire based tape machine. It used a wire like a like a metal wire. Really? Uh, yeah, I don't I don't remember what the real name of that tape machine is, though. And then it are you does, sure it's not they're not talking about like the oil uh, oil, oil can? can? No, 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 it's a it's a physical wire that would run basically like a tape machine and it would do the magnetic stuff on a wire. Huh. Um, I just can't remember what the, the name of it's called, what that machine is, but it sounds super cool. It's got a very interesting uh, shape like shape to it as far as like a delay goes mm-hmm. um and then it has a tape which is your kind of more um uh like your standard uh what is it like the the maestro one um which oh which yeah 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 echoplex. just a regular tape like a regular echoplex, echoplex and then yeah. and then it does a studio so then tape delay via a like what you would have done on, in the studio like on the actual like uh, sound you know, on sound yeah yeah and so it's cool because you can do that. You can pick the play the playheads on it. It gives you like so you can stagger the heads in different orders. Um, this is almost too much. It's crazy, pedal. but it's crazy. It, but it's funny enough. It's it's very not too much for Strymon. No, the, yeah. I mean it's four hundred dollars for everything in there. That's nuts. Yeah. Wow, it's it's super cool, and this I don't kind of flew it. under the Strymon radar because the other ones were so big. Yeah, 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 and it kind of had like if I remember right, it kind of low key came out. It wasn't like super uh, pumped up as far as the pedal went. Um, yeah, and it's cool because it's got a low cut. It's it was like 2019 that that came out, I think. Because yeah, they, something they, like they that. brought it out in a Nam. Oh, yeah. okay, that's right. And. And then you can so you got repeats, echo level. It actually has a spring reverb in it, though you at least in this model, you can't run the spring reverb alone. It only works when the delay is engaged. Mm. Um, you can crank up your record level and actually kind of in theory distort the tape. Um, and then it's got a low cut, and then and then it's got half speed, normal speed, and double time. So if you record it in half and then double timed it, it actually gets like it goes pitching up. Um or if you recorded it in normal and halved it, it actually drops the pitch. Is this there has, a hammer time switch in there? <laughs> I, if only, Tony. If only. This, this thing has three foot switches, yes, nine knobs, yeah. um, two, two 11 switches. LEDs, and two micro toggles. And a partridge in a pantry. <laughs> Holy crap. It's only, it's, only, it's only eight LEDs, and they're technically buttons, but they have two modes. No, but there's three more LEDs on the bottom. Those don't count. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and then I, I, I greatly underuse this pedal. I mean, it has left and right in, left and right out. It has an expression input. It's got MIDI control. And I'm honestly, I probably don't use it as deeply as I could. But it, the sounds that I like is old tape machines, old like old that kind of gear and honestly it's it's hard to get into just from the maintenance side of things and in the last couple years the prices of actual little tape machines and stuff have in in real pedal world have just gone to the moon so it's like you know it does all these really cool things without being um massively busting the bank yeah i mean 
The and I bet used those are, those are probably they can't be more than what three seventy five used. Oh, probably yeah, less than yeah. That, yeah, yeah. I bought mine used. Um, I bought I would I just surfed used until wow the right price came up. You know, it was one of those. I was like, well, I'll just you know watched it on yeah why on, not online and picked one up eventually. So and then so what's yeah. what's number four? So number four. You, I don't think you guys have ever had this guy on. It's raw iron, raw iron effects. He is he, in. Uh, so <laughs> I reached out to him. He, we were scheduling, and then he had uh, two big launches coming up. And he's like, let me finish these launches. Yeah. So raw iron, so, we are hoping to have on the show. He just awesome. keeps making stuff. So. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he's super cool dude. Ed, Ed Chu. Yeah. Um, Wisconsin you. local. He lives a couple out, like a two hours north of me. Well, next time you see him when you're two hours north and you guys are just <laughs> passing each other on the freeway, tell him to hurry up and get done with stuff so he can come on our show. Oh, his stuff is so cool. So I have his Surge Wave Compact Reverb pedal, um, which is not compact in size. So I don't want to give away too much if you're going to have him on the show, but he does – he rehouses um, old electronic uh, – units and uh old uh test equipment and stuff into guitar pedals so mine is a small reverb tank inside of i don't even know what this thing was but it's got a it's got a uh, vu meter with the needle on it and you turn it on and it tells you the yeah it goes right to nine volts and it's got plenty of control he makes all of his own um low uh plating and all that stuff yeah. and it sounds so Makes good. Makes all his own chassis and everything. Yeah, he's he's amazing. He does some really good work. If you follow him on Instagram, he did a reverb in an old radio, and he made it so that when you turned the reverb up, that it moved the radio tuning dial. Yeah. Um, it, it, but he's a he's got a fantastic uh, Instagram. I don't know how he has time to do that and make all that stuff. Oh man, it's and it's so cool. I, he's just he's a killer guy, and he also makes really really cool guitar straps. Hmm. Um, he makes like leather and brass guitar straps. Now, granted, I also know that like some people aren't into the leather guitar strap thing anymore, but they oh, look really cool. They look Billy, really. Cool. Billy I, likes I don't like. Sweet. How do I? It, so they, what's he call his they get stuck uh, his on shop? My shirt. Rot iron effects. Rot iron effects. Okay. And um, I think all of his straps are custom order, but they're really cool. They're they're like what you like. They're just I. They're very very cool. I. That's all I can say about it. They're just they have a really are they good burnished look on both sides, or is it the like the raw leather on the inside and only burnished on the outside? I don't know. I don't have one. Oh. Okay. I, I, I want one. You want it's one. on it's on the Christmas list. <laughs> yeah, if, like if you just get a, a, a guitar strap from your local yes. guitar store, it's like the raw sort of balled up leather yes, on the yeah, inside. Yeah. I can't it, do that. I can't yeah. do it. If someone pulls, called yeah, that raw, kind of a slipper. Yeah. yeah, it sticks to your shirt and pulls your shirt all funny. Exactly. And, yeah. yeah, I don't need and that. And for you, I understand because you play out, and so then that you don't need that when you're playing out. Like you don't need it to be pulling your shirt all no. weird. Right. Um, you got to look good. I um, do that. <laughs> but uh no his yeah. his lady fans yes, do that all all, oh. all of them <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on 
Well, that's cool. I, that's a that's a great four on the floor, man. That's that's quite a yeah, fun board. Yeah, not like that. not super crazy. Um, but you know, it's kind of I I honestly rotate a lot. Um, my pedals don't even actually end up on the floor. They sit on top of the amp, and I kind of swap stuff out and go through and yeah it's but these have been the ones that have been sticking for a while sounds like you need some tour gear design patch cables yeah i do i honestly was thinking about that just today i was like this it's all a mess and sell them in your store do they sell to do they do retail i think so probably well now i need to call them yeah get some distro bro yeah that'd be awesome (laughs) i didn't think about that uh that'd be a great uh i should i should get that url distro bro yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Wow. That was whatever. Yeah. Trademark that. All right. Uh, <laughs> so let's see, Lucas. We need to uh, kind of dive into yeah. you as the person um, and uh, your relation to the guitar community. Yeah. And um, you know, I want to say a heartfelt thank you for the support that you provide for our show. You know it absolutely. It. Uh, right. It's uh, keeps wheels moving. Yeah. And honestly, it's. A, a small thing I can do in return of all the knowledge I gained from listening to you guys. Wow. Um, Mostly from me, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Todd. Yeah. In Todd's world. Yeah. Midwest nice doesn't let me say something else. <laughs> I was like, that's that's a long silence of <laughs> That's a Gary Shandling silence. Yeah, it was. <laughs> no, but seriously, like uh I said to this to Todd when we talked uh we were talking a week, you know, last week and uh I was just saying that it I've I started my shop when I was 22 years old. Wow. Um I'm I am 30 now and you guys started what year did you guys start doing your podcast? 2017? 16. 16? So I so that was around the exact same time I opened my store. I so I opened when I in 2016. And and you guys did something that I at the time greatly needed was have just listening to people that were just sitting around talking gear and I picked up so much and was able to help my customer base so much because of you guys. Honestly, I'm like I like I was saying to Todd, uh, it 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 shaped who I was as a as a sales guy and as a just a gear person, and it helped a ton for for me and and honestly my business growing. Like like I said, I'm I'm very grateful for the show that you guys have created. Wow, I I don't know what to say to all that except a. A very heartfelt thank you. Yeah, and I'm and I'm a straight shooter when it comes to that stuff. I wouldn't, you know, blow smoke at you guys. Like that is truly, like I said, it it. Um, when you called me to say that you wanted to interview me, I got like, I was like, I was talking to you on the phone. I was almost starstruck. I was like, I'm like, and as silly as it sounds, I was like, I've been listening to you guys for how long? Five, six. No. Eight, almost eight years. 87 almost years. Almost seven years. <laughs> yeah. So we'll it's just math. Been... It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, anyway, that's just before we get any more into it. I just want to say uh, that's my thank you to you guys. Oh, so thanks. That, that is it's awesome to hear. It's it's humbling to hear. Um, so you have, uh, you know, we read your name off. Yeah, uh, not as Lucas Jenicky, but as LSJ Music Company. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your store? Yeah, so uh, 
LSJ Music Company is a music store in Delavan, Wisconsin. We specialize in, uh, we got labeled as a quote unquote rock and roll store. Um, so I do guitars, basses, drums. Um, I do, as far as sales go, that's what I do. I do all that. Um, I occasionally will sell a saxophone, um, though I know nothing about them. <laughs> <laughs> and then that. Can, can they call you Deacon Blue? Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> I've only ever been called Cool Hand Luke, but oh. <laughs> it's been a long time since someone's called me that. Um, but uh, I so we do all that. We do lessons. So we, I, I personally teach uh, beginner guitar. I teach bass and I teach drums. Um, I have some teachers that are s- s- stupidly talented that just are are awesome, and they teach they teach the other instruments that I don't know how to play or that they play way better than I do. <laughs> and then my big thing is I'm a repair guy. I do guitar repair. Mm-hmm. Um, I am starting to get into amp repair, um, getting into the mostly tube amps, uh, specifically kind of more restoration side of things. Uh, and, and yeah, that's kind of the nutshell of a lot of stuff that I do. We also run a recording studio in the store on, huh. in the nights and weekends. Um, wow. My lesson rooms become the studio, uh, and then, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the store in a large sort of compact thing. <laughs> it's it's a lot, but I kind of wanted it that way. Kind of stuck my fingers in lots of pots and said, "This is how I can make a small business work for for a guy like me, like myself." That's awesome, man. I thank you. I. Love the idea of, I think all of us secretly out there would be like, wouldn't it be cool if we had a guitar store? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yep. A lot of people go, that's probably really cool. And I go, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, Though it has a lot of stressful days. I'm sure. I'm sure. (laughs) But but last couple of years were definitely stressful. Uh, But we're kind of coming out of it now and lessons are growing again. Um, The one positive thing that came from the... uh, the whole COVID times was uh, my repair work became more known. So I'm constantly busy now, which is awesome. I'm truly grateful for my local musicians uh, for that, that they've been keeping me busy uh, fixing stuff. And I, like I said, I do restringing cleans to, or I'm restoring a 60s harmony rocket. Like, so I, I, I cover I cover the gamut. I I'm not afraid to give it a shot. Um, most of the time, I say to customers is that bring it in and we'll see what we can do. Yeah. The worst, hap- worst thing that happens is I, I I tell you it's a wall hanger, and more than not, we can fix it. That's awesome, man. Thank you. So, yeah. So how did you uh, you know how did you? It's one thing to like guitars, and it's one thing to you know like uh, I. I bet you play a bunch of instruments uh, so that's why yep. you're a little bit more knowledgeable about all the rest of the things <laughs> yeah i'm a uh i'm a i celebrated 20 years of being a drummer this year wow. i yep i've been playing since i was 10 and that's my my first instrument my my first love into music but the i learned uh to jam from a dear uh relative of mine he goes by the name of terry peterson he is well known in our area as a, an amazing guitar player 
Um, he has a band called Triad. I'm actually recording their album right now, so that'll hopefully be out soon. That's cool. Yeah, it's awesome. But he was uh, he plays guitar, and he is ridiculously good at it. And it was one of those. It was like when he picked it up and you watched him play. I was just uh, just goes, wow! I want to do that. Yeah, I just want to do that so bad. And uh, Wasn't I Doctor pick- Z a drummer. Say it again. Yes, Doctor Z was a drummer too. Doctor Z, yes, the amp maker, yeah, and Jim and, Marshall, and, and Jim, Jim Marshall. Marshall, yeah, and oh, there's someone else too. But yeah, uh, it somehow works. <laughs> it gives you. I get the reference a lot. People say I play guitar like a drummer, and I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand, but I've been working really hard not to be that way anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I played in bands, mostly on drums, some on bass. I kind of plunked around on guitar on the side. Um, then I had to start. I started fixing my friend's guitars because I was the only one that knew how to solder um, and wasn't afraid to 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 try to turn the truss rod. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and you know stuff like that. And so it's turned into that. And then it was a lot of helping friends find gear. Um, it was a lot of like, Hey, I'm looking for this, or I want this sound. Can you help me figure that out? And I'd be like, yeah, for sure. Like, let's go, you know, to this shop and, you know, you drive an hour to Milwaukee, a hour and a half down to Chicago, something like that. And the whole time I'm like, man, it would have been really nice if there was something close by, man, we would save so much time if we could do X, Y, or Z. And especially I'm talking age 10 to age 16 of, we couldn't wait to get our licenses so we could go to the gear stores oh, without yeah. having our moms take us there. That's so <laughs> and, uncool. Oh, well, you know, moms can only <laughs> wait so long in the music store. And sure. you, when you're trying to pick out a pedal and you try all the pedals, you know. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Well, you're kind of like a little bit of a music uh, renaissance man like Billy over here who's multi-instrumental dude. Yeah. Yeah, I I try to be. Uh, and really, really, do you play harmonica? No, <laughs> oh, no. Well, <laughs> do do you? That, yes, in fact, and I, I highly recommend it. <laughs> yeah. It comes uh, from his prison years. Because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're really difficult to repair. So you know. <laughs> that's what I've heard. Uh, <laughs> you know, and you get the random stuff. I've had. A handful of people come in and they go, do you repair accordions? And I'm I'm like, uh, I don't know where to begin to on an accordion. And they're very good. Go to New York for that stuff. I don't yeah, know. Wisconsin might be the yeah, oh, yeah, capital right. of the world. Yeah. I don't know. At one point it was. I mean, the only accordion I have any relationship to is my grandpa's that he had to lug around as a good Polish boy in the 40s. So um cool <laughs> that's the most i've ever gone with an accordion is huh. is i have his but uh but yeah it's it started as that i went to college for uh recording and engineering and uh learned a lot about that and repaired mm-hmm. and that's where i you know again gear went back into helping friends find gear and and a lot of like hey i'm trying to record this i want this and i'd be like sure let me help you out and turned into just that guy i became the you know the you need something fixed or you need a suggestion lucas is is the guy to help you with that um and i like i loved that i loved doing that and uh i had a friend that opened up his own business and i sat with him and helped him run his business for a couple years and i went 
well, if my if he can do it, I can do this. And and so I spent every single penny I had at 22 years old and opened up my shop and mm. and haven't really looked back. I mean, I've looked back and said, man, it was it was a uh, it was a fun thought when I first started. And now it's a business and it's it's really cool. Um, I've be apparently become important to the town I'm in. Um, that's what they tell me. And so nice. it's. You know, they, it's been really cool. Uh, I, I love, I love the area I'm in. I love supporting my local musicians. I've recently, I don't know if I'm stealing it from someone else, but I've kind of restarted sloganing my store as you, as LSJ music company, you deserve to be heard. Ooh, And, uh, and I, I truly feel that at this point, it's the, you know, my, regardless of where you play and what you do, as far as musician goes, you des you deserve a quality product. You deserve quality repair work. You deserve quality recording and, and not to be made felt like a schmuck or a schmo right. when you yeah. walk in there, if you don't know something. Yeah. And that's the thing I always tell people, if I, if you don't want to buy it through me, there's lots of options nowadays. I, I can understand that. Um, I would love for you to buy it from me, but here's my card. If you need help finding that thing, hit me up. I'm more than happy to help because I'd rather gain a customer um, through education than yeah. a customer just for the money's sake. That's the old miracle on 34th Street attitude right there, bro. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, like I said, it's 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 the way of the small business. It's just I want to i want to help um i want to and i my mother was a teacher and my dad was a huge teacher to me as far as electronics and stuff go and i just want to spin that circle around you know uh can keep that cycle going um i've been truly lucky in my repair world as far as uh repair guys that have been doing it longer than i've been alive been just going hey just come hang out let's i'll show you what to do i'll help you with this i'll show you this and sure you know, and I've I've tried to spin that back around. I've taken on a few apprentices, and uh, they've moved on already. And I've you know I was I loved educating them, and that's that's kind of me, man. That's that's what I love to do. That's awesome. So in your store, and like obviously, uh, you know, we focus on boutique builders and yeah. and other enthusiasts and makers and shakers of the music world. How yeah. as a as a small business owner in the guitar and gear community yeah what is what does that look like as far as you know most of the shops we think of is like you're gonna go in there and you're gonna see the typical stuff that's mm -hmm. in basically any other brick and mortar that that sure. you kind of have to stock in order to stay alive but yep. since you have access and knowledge maybe further than a lot of shop owners. Yeah. How, how does that shape your, your, your business? So it shapes it in a few ways. There's stuff that I would love to carry and there's stuff that, that my, my demographic really fits. So demographically, I actually sell a lot to first time guitar players. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of your, um, I'm an Ibanez dealer, um, mainly. Um, and so I do a lot of the sub, $500 guitars, both in acoustic and in electric. Uh -huh. um, and then from there, I actually, it's kind of fun because I can watch the growth of a lot of those players from buying that $500, $300 guitar and then all of a sudden wanting to get a nicer guitar or start tweaking that guitar. Because um, a lot of times it's like, 
you know, it's like, hey, you could put a new pickup in this guitar and then, you know, it'll start, you know, it'll take you to the, you know, it'll, it'll be that sound you're looking for. And they're like, really? And, you know, kind of saying, you know, it's not always a whole new guitar. It's not always uh, changing something. A lot of times it's like, how do you feel about this playing? And they're like, ah, oh, it just doesn't play that great. And like, well, let's do a setup on it. Let's, let's, let's make it play the way you want right, it to play. Right. Um, and then as gear goes, um, I, 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 I float, I wish I could do more boutique stuff. Um, because I, that's what I love and that's where my, that's what I would love to do, but we're slowly gaining ground on that. Um, I do a lot of like your MXR, um, your electro harmonics. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I recently became a JHS dealer, which even though they're very big, they're still a very, they're, they're still a relatively, you know, um, uh, personable company as mm-hmm. far as that goes, mm-hmm. but it's been in really interesting. Um, a lot of, like I said, it's, it's a lot of, I'm buying my first distortion pedal. What do I do? Sure, I'm sure I'm looking for X, Y, or Z and I don't even know where to start. And so it's a lot of helping people find sounds, helping people shape stuff, um, helping people, you know, from kids to adults to, uh, you know, that next amp, you know, it's like, Hey, you know, I understand that you're looking for that distortion pedal or whatever, but let's talk about your amp for a minute. Like, let, what are you playing through? And, you know, they go, Oh, I'm playing through my five watt practice amp. And you're yeah. like, Oh boy, well, <laughs> let's, let's explore something else. Yeah. You know? Um, and sometimes it's, it's, you know, we don't always go right to tube, even though, you know, we love our, we love our tube amps. I love, I, you know, I'm, I'm a big, you know, tube amp guy that way, but sometimes it's like, Hey, you know, let's take a look at this step up modeling amp. And then all of a sudden it's like, you've got sounds in it that they've never even had the option of using before and Mm -hmm. some stuff like that. And so that's really fun. And then on the other side of it, we do used gear as well, which is where I tend to dabble a little more in the in the fun stuff, you know, like sure. we've got a, I've got a 64 bandmaster in the store right now. Um, Ooh, that's up your right alley. Down my alley. Yeah, yeah. Right up your, though this one has the big two by 12 cab, um, yeah. which takes up the entire bed of my truck somehow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and then, so I kind of dabble around in some of the used stuff on that end. And then I, I do what we call our, uh, the LSJ mod shop. And so then it's a lot of my spin on kind of taking a husk guitar. Um, Tony will talk about that quite a bit. He finds oh, yeah. husks or, or buys a cheaper guitar and kind of flips the guts of it into something that actually is really cool. And I do a lot of that at the store, um, kind of making these you know unique pieces that don't necessarily you know dive crazy deep in. Um, but we talk the olden days, they would call those jalopies. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. And I'm a fan of the jalopy as far as that goes. Uh, it's there, they can be really fun. And then, uh, and then as far as just edgy, like, like then we get into boutique stuff and I, I love turning people on to the, you know, like what we were just talking about, the hello sailor, the Ren and cuff, the, um, the wrought iron effects like those guys are so cool and so many of them do direct which is awesome yeah and so a lot of times it's nice because it's like it i don't i don't feel bad directing people to those guys because they're they're a little mom and pop shop like me and you know they're and you know spread the love kind of thing you know like hey you know if that's the guy that's got the sound that's the guy that's got the sound you know um so like i said it's been i'm growing um 
And as as I grow, I I hope to add more of the the boutique side of things into it because those guys are so fun. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Um. So, how about yourself? I know you know mm-hmm. uh, things that we've already talked about. I yeah. I know that you're passionate about your own gear. Oh it, yeah. What is your go to? What like what is your the dream rig it, that you currently own? Okay. So dream rig I've been running right now is I have a 1957 Gibson GA9. Um, Eds are nodding over here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was funny enough, I repaired an amp for a customer that someone at a different shop told him that was unrepairable. They said, there's no way we can fix this. You're you're out of luck. Hmm. I said, let us take a look at it, see what we can do. Uh, I called the company that made the amp. They said, we'd be more than happy to send you the parts to fix it. We we fixed it for him. And he said, hey, that's awesome. Here's this old amp somebody gave me. I know nothing about it, and it doesn't look like something I want. And I said, okay, cool. I got a Gibson GA9 from 1957. I recapped it. Um, it's still running the original tubes from 1957. Wow. <laughs> it has the original speaker from 1957. Um, Neato. And it it sounds so cool. It has an awesome sound. It's a it's a single volume knob, single tone knob. Um, I'm trying to think what the tube complement in it is. It's a twelve as a six V six with a twelve AX seven and SJ seven or something like that, which is your rectifier. Oh, the rectifier tube, yeah. Yeah, rectifier tube, correct? Yeah, and it sounds so good. It's got a great sound through it. I'm playing a jalopy. 1967 Gretsch Tennessean. Mm, uh, fun. <laughs> someone put, uh, uh, someone sanded the F holes off and, <laughs> <laughs> but it's still brown. So it's still walnut colored, but it just doesn't have the F holes anymore. So oh my I don't, God. I don't know. Figure that one out. Um, and F holes that were never F holes disappear. Yeah. 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 Well, though that that's kind of punk rock, actually. Yeah. It, it's sweet, and I it has it currently has Dynasonics in it that sound amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I found so I found Reverb and eBay listings for it, and at some point it had a super distortion in it. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> and that was really funny. It also had like someone's name on it. It had like big mac or something like <laughs> wow and that, sounds that like was a great guitar <laughs> it's awesome man it's so cool and but it sounds amazing it's just like i don't know it it's you know when it's good when it's good it's good and for some reason someone hacked up a good one but it's kind of back together now um in a different form than it originally was but it sounds awesome and those two together with the wrought iron reverb are like money for a clean tone they are so good and then uh i don't know man besides that like that's been kind of a dream like that's been really good for me lately and uh i don't know what a dream rig would be outside of the fact that i did recently uh close a uh handshake deal on a 65 fender twin <laughs> uh, yeah, very nice. It, Albert, it not, yeah, it has not been turned on in thirty years. Well, that's oh. a little scary, but it's all original. Caps everything, so I I didn't obviously fire it up. Um, but it being as original as it is, and 
we worked out we worked out a, a deal and uh you know we're gonna do a restoration project out of it. I say we every time I say we, it's me just me. There's no one else <laughs> that works here. I'm the only person that works at this store. Um so as far as that goes. But yeah, that's gonna be pretty cool. Me and a buddy uh went in on it together and are are gonna you are gonna <laughs> do some restoration work and I'm I'm kind of dumbfounded that it even walked into the store. Yeah. Well, <laughs> now, what, you, you know, what you, kind of style okay. music are you going to play on your twin? Um, what? you know, I'm I, I I'm kind of I'm kind of all over the place, but it on the twin, if when it's up and running, it's going to be a lot of a lot of good cleans. Um, I'm kind of excited to kind of crank her up and hear a real one. Um, I have a I I built a uh replica of a 65 twin from a mojo tone kit um mm. and and it sounds it sounds really good but i'm really excited to hear a real one um i'm just i don't know i've have a hard time describing what i play i'm big into i love queens of the stone age i love oh, uh yeah. i love um i uh dinosaur jr um valentine the the Valentinos. Uh, um, well, I mean, you know, with your Gretsch and your old uh, Gibson uh, amp, that sounds kind of rockabilly-ish. Sounds like you need to get into yeah. some X. Yeah, right. You know what? I I have got a I've got a big heart for good rockabilly music. You know, uh, that's mm. I love that stuff. Um, <laughs> I'm a big vintage life kind of guy. Like I love I yeah. love all that. You know, and yeah. it, it, even though you know rockabilly music is still present today i just like i love the sound of it i love the vibe i you know i'm i'm down for all that you know i that's me and a that's me man like that stuff is cool that's i cool. just love it i like that very cool hex matos yeah. is is nodding his head emphatically out there right now <laughs> he's a he's a he's he would be like yes yes let me in on this conversation <laughs> that's but, uh, cool but so, yeah like guitar Guitar tone for me is just uh, and and dream stuff. I don't necessarily have a dream rig that I'm like shooting for. I'm never like, oh, I'm just if I get to this, then it'll be good. If I get to here, I'll finally be happy. Like I kind of love the the not having an end. The the you know it's that lame where it's like it's not the it's not the trip, it's the journey or whatever. Yeah. Um. But like the journey as far as the where I've started and where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. That's it. Yeah, the destination. Yeah. It's been. I love the trip, man. It's been fun. Like I just, sure, I sure. love how my my sound has changed. My playing style has changed. You know, it's it's been super cool, and it's been influenced by people I know and all that kind of stuff. And you know, I've got gear guys that are like you, where like you guys, where we just sit around and we we talk gear and we bring a pedal and I just got this. You got to check it out, and you know we we do what we call pedal parties. We get together and we bring our pedals and, you know, bring our amps and we all kind of sit in a circle and plug stuff in and swap pedals and like, no, you got to try this, throw this on here and you throw this on here, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's a blast. It's like a, it's like the Nashville songwriter circle, except that we don't actually, uh, we don't write songs. We just play through pedals. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's cool. I, I, I really, I highly suggest it. Yeah, I ha- like like you know, you Billy and Tony go sit around in a circle with all your pedals, and you start goofing around, and all of a sudden you're like, "Whoa, this sound is nuts!" Though you re- you redo your pedal board on a weekly basis, so 
That's that's true. <laughs> there is a, I, there I, is some truth in that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's almost every podcast I hear. Oh, I, I switched it around again, and, I, and, and I'm right there with you. I mean, yeah. like I said, my pedals don't make it to the floor; they make it to the top of the amp, and then all of a sudden, I'm switching them out again, and yeah. I never even make it to the point that I get to step on them. I, I have another show coming up, and there might be another change. <laughs> But hey, that's you awful. know, it's just, it's a constant, it's the chase and it's all, it's also, yeah. it's just fun. It's like, Hey, I, I wonder if this will, you know, turn me on extra, extra more yeah. uh, at this next one. Yeah. Or you find the right thing and all of a sudden you're playing stuff you never played before. All yeah. of a sudden you're like, Whoa, this is, you know, you know, like the, the band, the, not the band master, the basement. All of a sudden you're probably playing stuff that you're like, you're like, it just inspires a whole new level. Yeah. And a whole new different kind of maybe style or sound. Yeah, I mean, or or deep or you know sends you even deeper down into the style you're in. You know true, that's like true. Billy Billy's new amp. You know that probably you got that thing, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm in this. I'm 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 ready to go. Let's go deeper. Like right, right, because it's not it's like nothing else I have. Yeah, yeah, right. and man, I wish like again, I I I wish I could hear it. I bet it sounds amazing. <laughs> I just can't wait to see Billy. Put a Duesenberg tremolo on the uh, on the amp. That'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be tricky. But, yeah, but it doesn't have to. Otherwise, you would put it on the springs, and then you could. You, that might work. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so, what? Uh, you? What is one of your last pieces of gear that you acquired? Acquired. Okay. Um. You know, uh, what I've been doing lately is the Aeon Effects pedal kits. Yeah, yeah. We had them and, on the show. Uh, yeah, and that's why I actually got into them. I did one full kit, and then I bought a handful of circuit boards. And so I think the technically my most recent piece of pedal world I bought was I have their version of the uh, King of Tone. Um, okay. And it after putting it all together which is really fun and that pedal sounds awesome it sounds so good and it's been very fun to do those and i'm trying to get myself more into the pedal world funny enough the friend that i bought the amp with me and him are actually talking about starting a whole pedal thing Um, so we're actually really excited about that um and it's funny because he's an acoustic guitar builder he builds acoustic guitars and so it's funny to have him go from that to be like do you want to start building pedals? And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Like, let's, 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 let's do it. And he's like, okay, how do pedals work? <laughs> Cause right. he, he, he owns one electric guitar, you know, he builds acoustic guitars and he loves acoustic guitars. So it was kind of funny that he, you know, I, I'm assuming it was my pedals spilling out of my house and, out of my studio that made him go, there must be something fun about this. Um, right. So maybe, so yeah, so he's in, which is awesome. So, but that's cool. I'm looking forward to, I have, uh, the, the, the Gretsch Corvette is my, is my newest kind of thing I've been messing around with. And, uh, it's been a blast so far. I, again, I kind of being a tinkerer of things, um, it's way exactly what I want to do. I, I don't think I own a guitar that I haven't tinkered with. Um, adding this, adding that, swapping this out. Um, I'm a big fanatic for bone nuts on guitars. So oh, yeah. I am 
And I'm a big I'm start. All about that. I start blank. I start it as a square block and I carve it away and and I've gotten really, really into that. Um, it's actually something I've started to be kind of known for locally, at least, is the is my work as far as that goes, which I, I think is awesome. Um, but yeah, that's kind of I think that's my my newest my two newest things that I've been really digging on. I'm currently happy, which doesn't usually last. Well, very when long. you get your pedal business going, I want you to make one called the cheese curd. <laughs> I like that idea. We yeah. were actually we're been throwing around. I can't say anything more. I gotta stop. Okay, okay, um, okay, okay, okay. That's just I can't I can't say more because it doesn't exist yet, and I can't let anyone steal that's my right, idea. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, Lucas, <laughs> it's been an absolute treat uh, talking with you and learning about you know the 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 guy behind uh, the. the 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 person that sponsors us and and, three, and supports us and. Yeah, the guy that sits behind the three letters. If anyone was wondering, I am the L, the S, and the J. Um, yeah. Well, you're on to, on, onward to a rap career. Uh, so uh, we're going to go to our next wonderful segment called Would You Rather? All right, we'll let that one slide. Uh, missing Jared right now because he does such a beautiful job of that. Uh, but... We've got a little twist to this one. Lucas, do. do you want to take it? <clears throat> yes. So as opposed to taking the El Camino down to Jared's place in Nashville, we are going to fire up my old 1949 Nash. If anyone doesn't know what that looks like, it's a spaceship from the 40s. It is cool. Um, it is you have cool, to check, cool, cool. You'll have to check them out online. It's a tiny little company that... I heard it's in orbit around the moon right now. <laughs> it 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 it's short a gas tank, but it's real close. <laughs> and that makes perfect sense that we would take a Nash to Nashville. Oh yeah, yes. I like it. There you go. <laughs> All right, what so are we- we're gonna we're gonna hop in that bad boy, and we're gonna go on down to see Mister Jared, or I think mm-hmm. we might pass him. I think he's on the way back to you guys. That is yeah, true. somewhere that is along true. sixty-five or seventy-one, we'll we'll probably cross paths. Well, he won't miss us. We're big, we're green, and we're only going forty. So <laughs> <laughs> that's pushing it. <laughs> so I've got a would you rather for you guys. So would you rather? only be able to go to small mom and pop shops now you're going to go there and you'll never find exactly what you're looking for but you might find something cool or you're stuck to big box online no used gear forever Mm. so would you rather be able to shop all the mom and pop shops and find all the cool weird stuff or are you going to be stuck in online land with only new gear that is a really good i have an question. answer to that i know what can you i go know. first no <laughs> i always go first unless he relinquishes that i will defer to you do you relinquish William. tony I, I relinquish I, okay can i do i need to lay my jacket down on the ground so you can walk <laughs> over without getting your heels muddy <laughs> <laughs> All right, Billy, go ahead. Okay. I'm going first. All right. No, this is Billy. <laughs> Billy. Okay. Me. I say that uh, I, I, I have always been a mom and pop shop guy, and so my entire collection of stuff is used, and it's, it's, um, 
it's cool that way. Because like you said about your uh, your Gretsch, you know, it's got that worn in feeling and you just like, there's something magical about uh, reliving what someone else did and taking it a step further. Yeah. You know, cool. And rescue dogs, you know. That's what yeah. I call my guitars. They're yeah. rescue dogs. That's that's perfect. That's yeah. actually the that's the best thing I think I've ever heard that I that type of guitar oh, be called. Woo. Billy for the uh, win. I went first and I ruined it for you all. So you're next, Tony. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say. No. All right. <laughs> Tony, go. No, I'm a hundred percent with Billy. Um I've always shopped at, at you know, if I go into a if we're on vacation or something or go into a small town and there happens to be a music store, I always go in, especially if it's a mom and store, because, you know, a lot of times there's stuff that you just won't see anywhere else. Or, you know, there's stuff packed away in the back room or in a dark hallway somewhere. And, you know, uh, I, I just think you know it's kind of a treasure hunt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I, I really appreciate independent uh, music stores because they're, you know, they, they can do things that, you know, don't require them to buy, you know, 100 boss pedals and, a, yeah. you know, and 50, you know, Fenders or Squires and things like that. So they, they have a little more flexibility. And, um, and like I said, I, th- I think the big thing is, you know, finding treasures. You, you might not yeah. be even looking for something, but there it is in front of you. And here I thought you were going to say DH gate only. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> yeah, for oh sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I think your answer is probably <laughs> known to us, but go ahead. He's, he might be. he's all big box. Yeah. Yeah. Big, you know, big box only, man. That's the way to go. No, I, I love... Uh, the mom and pop shop. I love the, I, I like weird stores that are kind of almost always used stuff. Cause I've got some good friends that own big mom and pop shops. And so like they have their place in the guitar world and they're awesome. And, uh, but some of those little ones that are weird or, you know, they're just off the curve of normal are really cool. And the, the search is really fun. Like I love, like, like Tony said, kind of the treasure hunt, you know, finding that stuff that's like, sometimes it's like, oh, this, this car is only a hundred bucks, but it's weird. And, and you know, the pickup doesn't work and that's okay. Cause <laughs> it's got this funky shape and we'll fix it up. You know, yeah. the, the, the rescue, the dog, the, what, what did you say, Billy? Rescue dog. dogs. Rescue yeah. The dogs. rescue dogs. Yeah. yeah. That could be a new section in your store. I think it might have to be. That's cool. <laughs> so don't go. Hey, don't that, go uh, yeah, you, yeah. Don't go uh, putting it on a. Don't uh, trademark. It? Don't, yeah, don't trademark it yet. Put it on a pedal. Yeah. Hey, you got the cheese curd and the rescue dog. I got two. <laughs> All right. Apparently, Billy's yeah. starting the business with me. No, <laughs> I, I'm going to make this unanimous. I there's an undeniable special thing when you walk into somewhere and you're like, I don't know what I'm going to find. And you lock on to something and you don't know why you lock on to that something. And then you can't wait to tell everybody about that something that you locked on to that apparently nobody else did because you're the one who got it. Yeah. That's it to me. Yeah. That's awesome. Big or small, as whatever as, the, the bit is, you know. As, as long as it's black and gold. 
Yeah, <laughs> you know it. I've been listening long enough that I can usually, I, I know all the little stuff now. Yeah. <laughs> but not just gold, gold glitter. Gold glitter. Yes, yeah. specifically gold glitter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that was a real fun one. Thank you, Lucas. I, I think that was a, a thoughtful, a, a thought-provoking venture into yeah. something that we don't normally, uh, that we haven't brought up yet. So, Hey, do you thing. have a spare uh, tire in that, Nash? I think yeah, I think I, we're running low on one side. Four. We might be. It's a bias play, though. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we are going to say thank you to a handful of very important people. Tony. Yes, Todd. As you alluded to earlier in the show, we have a special group of people that we love to thank. These are our executive producers. Now, an executive producer makes this show possible. How do you become one? Is that what you just asked me, Billy? How do you become one? How do you, you become know how an to executive do this? producer, Tony? You go over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Check yeah. out the couple levels in which you can participate. Become a sponsor, a patron of this very podcast. Each level comes with some very, very nice thank you gifts. Yeah. But in addition to all that, there's one thing more. Jared? You, you get, get your, your name, name right on the thing. thing. Wow, Jared yeah. in stereo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. I like yeah. that. So, special thanks to these executive producers. Moon Guitars, Vader in Pedals, John Halverson, Rick Calhoun, Trevor Gunberg, Elad Mizrahi, Mike D, Richard Kendall, Mark Garten, Matt Hart, James White, Justin Jones, Anthony Gemalero, Bill Gola Guitars, John Esterly, Anthony Lathrop, Stefan Lamb, Michael Sanchuk, Ken Sayers, Doug Christ, Darren Gregory, Tom Berezin, Rusty Sneeden, Ralph Gottschalk from Wonderful Audio Technology. What? Mm. Don Kloss, Gregory Randall, Brett Hogarth, Eric Hammer, Stuart George, Michael Furman, and Andrew DeHaan. Yes. But you know, Todd, I there's do. one well. level, even, be, even I won't say better, even higher. Yeah. The creme de la creme. We like to call them our grand poobahs. Now, these sponsors... Mm-hmm. Are given a fez to wear upon their head. Yeah. Oh, poo. so it's a poo not a poo bear. No, not a poo yeah, bear. Unlike a poo 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 ba. Ba. Yeah, poo ba. That's cool. By the way, uh, someone in this room who's a, a grand poo is not wearing their fez. Shame for shame. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can it pass if it's on a Dr. No skeleton head? Yes. Metal? Yes, I think we can let that, that go. I was referring to a, a gentleman who is sitting to the left of me. Yeah. But, Come on, Todd. I know. No, not that, <laughs> Anyhow, special, special, special thanks to these grand poobas. Tommy Manasco, Ricardo Higareda, David Kaminga, Brian and Wound Pickups, Hex Matos, Michio Murakishi, Bob Crouch, Jack Cadian, Sam Jett, Tyler Rines, John Williams, James Pennington, Adam Johnson, Steve Keys, Cody Foster, Science of Sound, Brian Robison, Jonathan Jerusic, Corey Nagro, Michael Van Zant, Tim Nowak, 
Jonathan Daly, Martin Cliff, Sean S. Eddie Serratos, David Poe, Billy Spitfire. Unlimited. Unlimited. Congregation Gear Demos. And uh, is there someone else I'm missing? Did I skip one, Todd? Yes. LSJ Music Company. Indeed. Thank you all so very much, uh, Lucas. Uh, I especially want to thank you again for being on the show. I also want to mention um, that we've got, I'm getting, I'm mailing out stuff. Stuff is being mailed. There are winners of things. They're getting stuff. Stuff. And everybody should have, they're at least in the mail if they have not already received them, the sweatshirts, uh, the hoodies, rather, that we did. Ah. People today don't call them sweatshirts. They're hoodies, just so we're clear. Uh, so I'm very excited about that. We try to be thoughtful and take care of the, the ones who support us. And uh, so if you're considering doing that, hop on over and, uh, and join the gang, if you will. I'm wearing my Poobah sweatshirt right now. Yes. You and I love it. Delightful in it. That's the only thing I'm wearing. Just like Pooh Bear. Yeah. <laughs> he only wears a t- he yeah. has no bottoms on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> My comment earlier stands. <laughs> All right, everybody. So, uh, Lucas, uh, where can people find you and what you do? So, you can find me on Instagram uh, at LSJ Music Company. We have a website, lsjmusiccompany.com. I'm also on Facebook. And I have a TikTok, I guess. Um, I have made like three videos. <laughs> nice. But otherwise, you can find me on all that stuff. You can uh, you can message me on anything. I answer all of it. Um, I'm like I said, I'm happy to help. Um, I ship stuff all over the United States. I'm more than happy to send something to someone or shoot them an idea or whatever. Like I'm here for you know for I'm here for my customers. I'm here for uh, guitar guys and bass guys and. And, you know, I'm here to make their sound better. You deserve to be heard. There you go. Trademark. All right, Tony. Head over to PickGuardian.com. Check out some of the things that I do have available. But a lot of what I do is custom work. So, yeah, shoot me an email. Let me know what you're trying to do. I might have some tips for you. I can maybe even point you in the right direction. Or I can tell you, you know what? You don't even need a pick guard, but you do need this. Mm, so uh, just uh, head over there. Shoot me an email. Do it. All right, Billy. Uh, musically, Billy Spitfire on Facebook. Also, the Mathematics, Mathematics from Columbus, Ohio, and Bastard Sons of Neptune. And Perfect. in the art world, Billy Spitfire on Instagram and Billy Spitfire Unlimited on Facebook. Wow, nice. there you go. All the things. Uh, you can shoot me a message on the emails, Todd at the guitar knobs.com. You can also DM me on Instagram. And I would love if you would give my band, The Villantinos, a listen anywhere that you download music. And for follow free. them on Instagram. Not on Instagram. Yeah, well, Instagram. On Instagram, yeah. yeah. Us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And Spotify. And Spotify. On mm-hmm. all the things. Um, mm-hmm. So, a collective thank you to Lucas of LSJ Music Company for being on the show and supporting our, our, our show. Clap. Golf clap, everybody. Yay. Thanks. Thanks, Lucas. No problem, guys. I'm more than happy to. Awesome. Uh, have a fantastic guitar week, everybody. And subscribe. Yeah.
That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a gold one. It's green. It's green. Oopsie. Oh, man, this bubbly water's killing me. <laughs> Here we go. Taken. Right. Billy, you want to give yourself like Taken. three two inches of scotch away from that thing? Two inches, three inches. Yep. It's so handy having this. <laughs> oh. What do we talk about in this podcast? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, Clem. That's Clem's last name from the Blondie. Stein? Fandango. Clem Fandango. Clem Burke. Clem Burke. Yeah, that, we're going to we'll, The only car that you could actually uh, stash Jared in, but, the, in the trunk. But no, he will fit in the car sitting up. That car has <laughs> crazy headroom. It has crazy headroom. Wow. Yeah, wow. it's it's made to wear your hat. You had to wear your, uh, you know, 1940s. Oh, that's true. Yeah, guy everyone with a hat. wore a chapeau. Can you put a double base in there in the back seat? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, you could fit a double base in there. Wow, yeah, nice. Um, the one that talks to the burning bush. The one that talks to the burning bush. <laughs> it's the ring nut. No, the mm. ring nut. <laughs> you wing nut. <laughs> It's yeah, okay. uh, I, I don't have any it volume. Hang he on. doesn't have any volume either. Uh, oh, no, it must go. be this thing no, again. It's Maybe it's this thing. Again. It's, it's this stuck. thing again. No, it's, it's this. this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're gonna get this thing crack a lack in here. Sweet. Sounds good. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes, four on the floor blog, and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also be sure to check out our Instagram at guitar knobs. Catch you next time.